You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Hour number two. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. At the bottom of the hour, oh man, we're busy. Our NFL Best Best brought to you by Sports Select. Brody on the Beat is back. He's going to ask the, the people of Calgary. He went out onto the streets, the cold, mean streets of Calgary. Oh, they're cold. And asked uh, who should be the halftime guest, the halftime act for the Grey Cup. I'm really interested to hear Brody on the beat. And uh, we want to hear from you, too, on the text line. Keep them rolling in, 960-960, name and location. What's that movie that's on TV that you can't stop watching and why? Name and location, the why is the most important part, and the best text is going to win a $100 gift card to Golf Town. So that's awesome. Pretty sweet. Keep them rolling in. But right now. golfing in the winter? Yeah. Simulator, you go go get a new driver. Get down launch pad. Yeah. Uh, right now, joining us on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline, Keith Yandel. Sportsnet analyst, former NHLer. Keith, good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're good. Thanks for jumping on today. Keith, what's that movie that's on TV that once it's on, you can't stop watching? Shawshank. Oh, yeah. You See, Keith, you and I are vibing. What? You and I are vibing. I said Shawshank Redemption to me is the greatest movie of all time. I know movies and music nope. are very subjective. But once Shawshank Redemption's on, I'm even, even at the beginning, right, Keith? It doesn't matter. Even if it's, I'm not a big uh, if if a if a movie's on TV when there's commercials, I really do not enjoy that. But if Shawshank's on uh, TV and there's commercials, I still sit down and watch the entire. If it comes on at midnight and I'm about to go to bed, I stay up and watch the entire yep. thing. See, Keith Yandel, he feels it. That's he absolutely almost feels exactly it. what yeah. you did yesterday. Yeah, I, I did that last night. With again, Shawshank's my favorite, but John Wick was on last night, Keith. Had to stay up and watch it. Never seen. Is that Keanu Reeves? Yeah, it's. You know what, Keith? Uh, I'm glad you're on the show today. Uh, I know because it's because it's Keanu Reeves, and you're like a uh, terrible actor, whatever. No, John Wick's fantastic. Just watch the first one; you'll be hooked. All right. All right, I got to check it out. Oh, there's more than one. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and oh, they're all good. They made a trio, I think. They're all good. Watch the first one; you'll be all like, right. "This is awesome." Yeah. I've only enjoyed uh, two of Keanu Reeves' movies ever, so uh, we'll see. Well, well, now I have to ask you, which one? Bill and Ted? Point Break? No, no, no. Uh, Point speed? Break and, hard, and, and Hardball. Point Break and Hardball. Not mm. Speed? You didn't like Speed? I wasn't a big Speed guy. Okay. It, it was okay. I, yeah. Sandy Bullock, though, was prime <laughs> Sandy Bullock in Speed, by the way. Yeah, she was She was. She was top-notch then. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Keith, I've got to ask you, we're going to talk a lot about the Flames. We're going to get into that. But just we, we talked about uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins blowing another lead last night to the Buffalo Sabres. Um, we saw them here in Calgary recently. Didn't look very Pittsburgh Penguin-y. Uh, what's your take on the Penguins right now? Is there a concern? Maybe Mike Sullivan? I know the management has no really desire to change the coach. But what's going on with Sid Malkin and the Penguins right now? Yeah, I was watching the the game against the Bruins when they blew that one. That looked like, I mean, the third period was so sloppy, and it was kind of one of those things where I was like, all right, this game's going to end here. At, I think it was 5-2 or 5-3. Um, so wasn't really expecting that comeback out of the Bruins, but they've also, they're a team you gotta you got to give some love to, too, that they're playing so good. They're never out of a game. Um, 
so that 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 comeback was tough. But then last night, uh, yeah, you hate to see, it, especially in the in the retro jerseys, uh, you know, against, you know, on paper you you you're, you think that Pittsburgh's a better team, but you know it's it's one of those things that no one's ever out of a game. Um, you know, you, coaching change. I don't know how much that'll change anything. It just might be one of those things where during the season you, you're finding a little bit of a slump finding a way to close games out but um it's definitely probably a little concerning for them but um you know nothing they probably haven't seen or dealt with before now on the other side of it it was the buffalo sabers who handed the the penguins their most recent loss and tage thompson was all over the score sheet again this guy's kind of been a revelation for the sabers he's big he's fast he can shoot the puck he's got good hands uh how would you go about trying to defend a guy like this who's uh, a bit of a unicorn at that center position yeah well i mean i wouldn't because he's a top line guy and i was usually against the third fourth <laughs> line guys but um you know it, it, he, he's probably one of my favorite players to watch in the league right now um one of those guys, you know, he, he has the same agent that I have. So I've, uh, you know, uh, I've seen him since he, I think he went to Connecticut, UConn, I want to say. Like a smaller school, um, not like a crazy hockey school. And just the kid that I've kind of had my eye on for a while, watching his game, watch him develop. Uh, he's a special, special player. He reminds me a lot of Tuck. Uh, I think their body size, the way that they skate, they look a lot alike, but to have hands and a shot like that at such a big, you know, a, a big guy out there is, is pretty amazing. And, uh, you know, you, you, you got to feel like the, the, the future in Buffalo and, and where things are from where they were a few years ago is are, are really bright there. Uh, Keith, you talk about size and, and maybe not playing a guy like that. Who was the, the toughest guy to play against when it came to their size? Who was the guy who was on the issue? Like, I just can't get the puck away from this guy. I think Yager was the first guy that mm. I'd say Yager and Keith Kachuk were the first two guys that I was like, Oh my God, these are grown men. Like these guys are <laughs> like when I, I remember it was, uh, what was Yager? He must've been on the Rangers or whatever. Then and, and someone, I don't know. I can't remember if it was the coach or, or one of the teammates. They were like, if he gets the puck and turns his back and, and, you know, sticks his rear end out at you. He goes, you're not getting the puck. So just kind of try to stay off him and hopefully he turns because once he got in, he had such a long reach and he was so good at using his body. It was it was nearly impossible to get it from him and then uh, getting to play with him down the line and learning things from him was uh, was pretty special. Wanted to uh, switch over to the Flames as well, Keith. Just uh, maybe some f- a few thoughts on this group. There's a lot of discussion about Jonathan Huberdeau lately, someone who you would know quite well. And I just wonder maybe your, your thoughts on an elite player moving into a new system and just why it, it, it doesn't happen right away for these guys despite being one of the most elite players in the game. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean... You, you come like all Hubie knew was Florida. So he, he, he's been there since he started. Um, you know, he's been a captain, been a leader of the team, been, you know, one of their best players, him and Barky have been the best two players for the last 10 years or however long it's been. So you've you got to realize as a guy coming into a new team, um, like everything that he knows, like kind of whatever it's been dealt with, with the team has, has ran through him or he's had a say in everything. And, um, you know, a, a guy that really cares about 
making other people better. And, you know, I think I dealt with it too a little bit when I went to New York is not saying that I'm anything like Huberto, but you know, we're both passers, pass first guys. And you try to get guys involved. You want to, you, you, you want to get your teammates involved. The guys know that you're not a, that you're not a selfish player. And, um, you know, I think for Hubie, just, he, he, he like the, the guy's elite. He's one of the best players in the league. Um, he works hard. He cares about the game. He, uh, he loves the game, and I think I think for him that the numbers are going to pop off soon. It, it, it's you know coming from coming to a new team and a new division. He's only played in the East. Uh, you're you're playing teams that you haven't seen too much uh, in your career. Uh, different different teammates, different line matchups. Uh, so I think for him, it, it, it's just going to be a little bit of time where you really see what he can do. Because I mean, I think he's been playing well. He's working hard. Um, but I think when, when he really takes that next step of the Hubie that everyone knows where he's, you know, a couple points a night, uh, I, I think that'll be coming soon once he's getting more comfortable. And, you know, you also, too, like you, you move to a new city, you're getting, you know, you're figuring out how to get around. You, I'm sure he had to buy a new house and get a new car and like that stuff that, that people don't realize, but that stuff takes time and, mm-hmm. and you know, even though we're we're athletes and we're paid to do it, it still takes time for people to get settled. Well, and nine of the team's first ten games are at home. Would you see that as a benefit or a detriment to someone like Huberto, like Kadri, like Uyghur, who's coming into a new organization and and a big change, conference, country, you name it. It's very different. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I'd say honestly, I'd. I, for me, I would want to play some games on the road because that's when, you know, when you're at home, everyone kind of after practice, you go home, you're with your family, you're with, you know, you're taking care of your kids, you're, you, you know, everyone's busy. So, but when you're on the road, it's just you and the guys, you go out to dinner, you have some, you know, a couple pops at night where you're, uh, you know, just team bonding. What you, That's what teams need. And, uh, you know, especially for a new guy coming in, you really want to, hang out with guys, get to know them. And I think there's no better place than that than uh, on the road and on the plane. And uh, I think that really helps out a team. Keith Yandel, Sportsnet analyst, former NHLer, joining us here on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. How impressed have you been with Nazem Kadri as a Calgary Flame, Keith? Really impressed. He's, uh, I mean, he's, he's a gamer, right? And the guy, you know, playing against him, you never – you never wanted to play against him. Uh, you know, he had the, the edge in his game where you knew he was going to run you. You knew you were going to get hit or a slash, but you also knew he could score. He could fight. Um, he's a good teammate and obviously now a, a winner. Um, you know, so I think for him, it's just you, you go through that where in Toronto for a while, um, maybe a little bit of stigma where they couldn't get past the first round and then he goes on and wins and, his confidence, I'm sure, uh, I don't know him personally, but I'm sure his confidence is, is through the roof and feeling good. And, uh, you know, you can tell by, by watching him on the ice, he looks, he looks unbelievable. Now, you've also known Mackenzie Weger a little bit. What, what were some of the kind of hallmarks of his game that when he was playing well, these are the things that you could look at every single night and say, this is working for him right now? Yeah, so I, I saw Weegsy come as a young kid where he was – you know, trying to toe drag and trying to get up in the play, maybe a little too much, which young offensive defense, when you get into that trouble and you, you, you know, it's all a learning curve, but the last few years I've seen him, you know, turn himself into a, 
unbelievable uh, one-two uh, D-man where he can shut down any team's line, uh, any team's first line. Uh, I think the most impressive thing that I saw from him was him playing on the on the uh, his opposite side the last I think two years. And you know, for people who don't know, like getting a puck on your backhand at all times is tough. Pitchfork, pitchfork, and pucks up the up the bo- up the boards is you know it's a lot more dangerous on your backhand with guys coming down to hit you and to see his composure and, and um, you know, I'm probably more proud of it. You know, the, the guy that he's become off the ice, um, you know, uh, you know, just a great guy, a great teammate, um, you know, loves the game and, and, you know, really, really happy and proud of everything that he's accomplished the last couple of years. Wanted to ask you about power play entries uh, as a guy who spent a lot of time on the power play when you were in the league our feeling is that the Flames, the, the biggest loss of Johnny Gaudreau is, is probably the power play entries, the way he's able to move the puck up the ice. And it feels like the Flames are maybe struggling a little bit with that right now. For you, what are maybe some of the keys when the opposition gets that first clear and you got to get back up the ice and try and get set up in the offensive zone? What are some of the things that you're trying to constantly think about as uh, maybe that last man back? Well, I, th- I think yeah, I think you're 100% right. The entries are you know, what is the motor to the, to the power play? Cause you know, if you're struggling to get in or if you're dumping pucks in uh, and you're spending, you know, 10, 20 seconds trying to retrieve pucks uh, to get it set up, it's, it's brutal. And um, you know, it's, you know, to have a guy like to the, a guy like Johnny who can, who can lug it in and, and set things up is obviously a, uh, is, is a nice treat, but I think it, it, it's a, it's a five man thing where, you know, if your defenseman's carrying it up and, you know, you see a lot of teams and I see a lot of teams where there's, you know, you see three guys who, you know, probably know they're not getting the puck um, and they're kind of just out there skating around. And my biggest thing was just everyone kind of be available and want the puck. Um, you know, that that way, if it does come to you and, and you have support, you can, you can get in. So I, I didn't like the, where it says, okay, drop it nice and slow one guy tries to take it in, chips it in, and then everyone's kind of standing still at the blue line. I liked where kind of everyone was moving, everyone was an option, and, you know, you could read off of that. And I think for me, just being the, you know, the defenseman bringing it up and having options uh, it was a big thing for me. So I think the biggest thing is just having options for those guys, um, getting pucks into it and giving guys pucks uh, in, in a good spot where they're not going to be in trouble uh, and, then, and then just supporting it and, Trying not to dump it. I, I hate the dump on, on the on the on the PP and the rims because that's when teams are pressuring. So try to bring it in as much as you can and make little uh, area plays. Well, Keith, kind of to piggyback on on the rims. Um, Jacob Markstrom had that incident with Connor McDavid. Uh, missed it. Went right in McDavid. McDavid snapped it in. It's an incredible play. He's Connor McDavid. That's awesome. And Daryl Sutter has been talking about how he wants his goalies out there to, to play the puck, stop the rim. Had man it to the defenseman. As a former blue liner in the league, how did you like when the goalies went out there and played it? Did you like it? Would you rather the puck go around the boards? How did you handle that situation? I played with Mike Smith, who was uh, he, he was the best dancer uh, at playing the puck, and he would save he would save you about two hundred hits a year because he would come out <laughs> if it was uh, you know he would come out and just pass. He was a third defenseman back there, and you know. When you have a guy like that who can, and, and, and Markstrom's good at, at uh, playing the puck too. So, and obviously a big guy can stop a lot of rims. Um, I, I think 
if you can have a goalie like that, and I, I think a majority of the goalies nowadays are uh, getting better at it, it, it makes a huge difference. Um, just for the breakouts, uh, saving guys from getting crunched against the boards, uh, you know, five times a period, it just it's a huge asset for a goalie, and uh, I, I loved it more than anything. Keith, really enjoying the chat today. I did want to ask you something about, uh, it happened a little earlier on in the season, but we did see Phil Kessel set the new Ironman record, uh, breaking your previous record. Um, what what were you thinking when Phil played that one shift and then hopped on a plane home to uh, to for the birth of his child? Well, I mean, you got to be there for the birth of your child. Yeah. Uh, you, you're, you know, luck, luckily for me, I... Um, my kids were born in the summertime, uh, so I didn't have to deal with that. But I, I couldn't imagine telling my wife, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna miss the I'm gonna miss the birth for the baby." Uh, she would have been like, "Yeah, okay, not happening." Uh, so <laughs> yeah, he, he, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad he was able to you know play the game and also see the birth of his child because uh, you know obviously both of them you don't want to miss, but you also don't want to come home to a uh, to an upset uh just pregnant wife mm-hmm. uh before, before i let you go keith uh how's the media thing treating you is there anything you're getting used to are you really enjoying yourself how how's the new sportsnet job yeah i'm really enjoying it it's, uh you know it, it's a good way for me to stay stay involved in the league um you know have a little bit of a pulse on what's going on and I, i've really enjoyed the it, it's the first time in you know a long time where I've able to just enjoy hockey and have no skin in the game. And I'm just rooting for friends and rooting for good games. So uh, I think for me, it's just enjoying the game as much as I enjoyed playing it. Um, so that, that's been a lot of fun. Uh, it, it's definitely a lot of work the, the broadcasting, um, you know, it's, it's, it's time commitment. It's, you know, staying involved in the game. And, uh, you know, obviously the, when the lights come on, it's a, it's a little it's a little scary, especially when you know your ugly mug is going to be on TV. You're, you're, but, uh, you're very handsome. You know, you know, don't, you're a handsome dude. Oh, I appreciate you guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, compared to compared to Anson <laughs> and uh, Da, I'm I'm, I'm I'm pretty good looking. <laughs> no, but they, they, they've been amazing, honestly. Da, Anson, and Cass, they've been they've been so good to me. They've been uh, you know making it so easy for me. Just you know they've been doing it so long. They're so good at it that it's, you know, they're giving me all the confidence that I need and, um, you know, driving the bus and, and I'm just kind of being a passenger to learn as much as I can from them and, and having fun with it. So I watched Monday's broadcast, uh, on sports now with the extra stats and everything. It was awesome. Um, but I, I haven't seen all of them. Have you done the, the explanation of the song yet during one of the intermissions? Have we gotten to that yet? We have not yet. I wonder. Uh, well, I'll have to wait to see if somebody does it during during yeah. one of the broadcasts, and then maybe we can. Uh, we could get, there are a few guys who who will bust it out every once in a while. Uh, guys that I played with and stuff like that. So once I see it on TV, maybe we'll do a little segment on it. Uh, I love it, Keith Yandel, sports and analyst, former NHLer. Keith, great stuff. And don't forget, get busy living or get busy dying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got to check out John Wick. Yes, yes. So we'll have you on in like a couple weeks. We'll give you homework. We'll have you on again in a couple weeks. Right. Check out John Wick one and two, and if you're feeling saucy, maybe three, and then uh, we'll get a movie review from you. Okay. All right, sounds good. All right, we'll Appreciate talk soon, it. pal. Thanks. There's Keith Yandel. Uh, was on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar.
guest hotline brought to you by Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar. 14-time Consumer Choice Award winner. For takeout or delivery, call 403-248-3344 or dine in at Atlas Pizza, 6060 Memorial Drive, Northeast. That'd be. Bam. Great job. I love Keith. Keith's great. We'll have him on again soon. And he's got to watch John Wick. Oh, it's a game homework. Excellent, excellent film. It's one that um, I think I think it it qualifies as a TV movie that people won't move away from. But I also think it's probably one of the films that is on TV the most. John Wick. Yeah. No, Shawshank Redemption is the one that's on most, and The Fugitive, like Patty Dumas. Patty Dumas' pick is <laughs> Chef's Kiss. Like The Fugitive's mm-hmm. on all the time. I recorded it, and then once yeah. Stars picked it up. As a subscription, now it's on demand all the time. And then, and then, yeah. But you'll never go out and watch it on demand. No, 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 no. It's no, only no. on TV. Yeah, if you're yeah. flipping through the guide and you're like, wait a minute, fugitive, bam. Even if it's after, like, even if it's he's like a half hour in, you know, just get in. It's some of those one of those movies. Um, it absolutely is. Keep those texts rolling in nine sixty nine sixty name and location. The movie that's on television that you watch that you can't stop watching. Name and location and the why. Uh, the winner today. Gets a $100 gift card from Golf Town. It's another one for me. Yeah? Okay. Um, Shrek. Really? Oh, what do you mean, really? It's like one of the Shrek? best films that's ever been made. Donkey. Yeah. I, I Are get... we there yet? No! What do you mean, really? Oh, I'm just... Shrek's good. It's an elite film. It's got one of the best soundtracks to ever be put into film. Okay. It's not even close. That right. and Shrek too. I didn't he's so passionate about Shrek here, Patty Dumont. I just don't Fast Times at Ridgemont yeah, High, Bruce was, and Cochrane. That's a good one too. Yeah, there's the scene, right? There's the scene. Yeah. Phoebe Cates. Yes. Thank you. I didn't I wasn't gonna say, but yeah, that's the scene in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh lots to come in. Patty Dumont and and my man over here, Matty Rose, been red hot with some NFL bets. We'll do that. Big bets brought to you by Sports Select. And I'm really looking forward to this. It was on hiatus last week. What? Because Alex was dealing with a, with a plague. Mm, so he's back. Plague. He's back healthy. He's spry. He's eager. He went out on the streets, talked to the people of Calgary going, hey, uh, who would you like to see as the, as the Great Cup halftime show? Because we still don't have an announcement yet. So, but we got the All-Stars. Yeah, we got, well, we had sort of. Like, it was, mm. what a mess. Uh, Brody in the beat, big bets. And at the top of the next hour, uh, Willie Donick, uh, play-by-play voice, Bally S- Sports South for the Nashville Predators, ESPN Radio Nashville. It's all straight ahead. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sports at 960, the fan. You're listening to the big show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960, the fan. the big show russick and rose sports at 960 the fan man we're getting some great movies that once they're on television you can't stop watching them 960 960 name and location if we pick your text uh the why is the big reason how are you going to win a hundred dollar gift card to golf town because there's a lot of good we're getting films obviously yeah and we're not just going to pick our favorite yeah it has to be you have to give us why you watch that when that movie's on got to give us the reason why and we'll pick it that way maybe maddie already has a soft spot for the for the texture said shrek but they just got good taste okay uh i don't i don't know what to expect from brody on the beat coming up nope uh alex told us we don't us, vet this no nope. no we don't i we don't i don't hear it at all i want to hear it for the first time 
Alex said, I got a lot out of the listeners uh, this time. So, Al- Alex, are you pumping this up, or oh, should we go in with low expectation? <laughs> what do you think? So, like, I, I, asked, I asked the question, and then there's a couple people who actually agree with Matt Rose. S- small spoiler. But then also I got some people to interact a bit more with the show. I'm really happy with the last one. Oh. So there's a nice little finale. Mm. I'll say that much. Okay. Brody on the beat. He went to the streets of Calgary and asked our listeners and just random people, who should be the halftime guest at the Grey Cup? I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Still I'm hasn't been announced. You can Uba Super Dogs. <laughs> you can Uba Super Dogs. <laughs> uh, we, we, we know it's going to be Blue Rodeo. Could be a little cold. Blue Rodeo is going to end up doing it. Canadian Legends Blue Rodeo. I think it's going to be Three Doors Down. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Is Creed available? All right. Uh, time for... Um... Who can take me <laughs> Thanksgiving. You, you've heard the song you did for the Marlins, right? <laughs> Creed? No, yeah. Scott, Scott Stapp? Stapp? You've heard the Marlins song, right? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> really? Marlins song? No. Oh, you guys don't know Marlins will soar? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like he, yeah, he did a song. Like the Eddie Vedder one for the Cubs is really good. Mm-hmm. The Scott Staff one for the Marlins, not so much. Yeah. Can you play it? Yeah, I can play it. All right, it. why don't you hit a little just bit gotta, right now? Just got a yogurt ad first. One second, we're selling some Siggies. Oh, here we go. <laughs> there we okay, go. here we go. We play go. it, play it. This is great. It's coming. Oh, I've heard this. Yeah, listen. <laughs> Come on, Marlins. Come on, Marlins. <laughs> my, my number, well, there's two there's, things about Scott Stapp. The reason they haven't three. won a World Series since 03. But there's two things about uh, Scott Stapp. Number one, a great voice. <laughs> great Number two, he always wore shirts where like his Open. chest hair was climbing up his his chest like a bunch of spiders because <laughs> it was always too high. Gross. It was always too high. You know what I mean? <laughs> we always have we, we all have that heard. we all have that person in our lives but whose chest hair is climbing out of their shirt like it looks like yeah. a bunch of spiders are coming up. Yeah, it's my grandfather. There you go. <laughs> We all have somebody in our lives there who just gives zero you-know-whats and just let the chest hair flow. I'll get there one day. Yeah. I for- need my first chest hair first. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, it's time to do our NFL uh, Big Bet segment brought to you by Sports Select. Sports Select has more sports leagues. And for a limited time, better odds on over-under and point spread. Build your ticket at sportselect.com. Last week... Uh, yeah, okay, sorry. Hit it. Yeah, hit it. That's my fault. Spread it on. Spread it on. Spread. Before they spread. Spread your legs. Spread your legs. Spread around. Spread your wings. Spread it flat. All right, let's do it. Last week, uh, you guys were both spectacular. Mm-hmm. Four and two. Four and two. I was a mediocre three and three. Oh, that's too Very bad. mediocre. Oh, that's too bad. And I've been keep saying, uh, please fade me. I'm awful at this. Uh, we have a bet. Um, the winner gets to choose the song that the two losers will sing as a duet at the end of the football Might be season. a Creed song. 
Wow. Uh, you, wow you sound pretty me. confident that you're going to win. <laughs> Producer Patty Dumas, I like the confidence there. Yeah. Wow. He's going to lose. But yeah. you get an extra shot of confidence today oh, coffee? All right. It's the Thursday nighter tonight. It's a game. It's the, it's the Philadelphia Eagles at the Houston Texans. Philly's 13 and a half point favorites with the total at 45 and a half. Matty Rose, what you like? You know what I like, boys? I like taking the under. <laughs> I don't know if the Texans are going to be able to put up any points against this Eagles defense. Mm. They've been pretty stout all season long. And as much as the Eagles are good, I wonder about how much they did enjoy game three of the World Series. Mm. You know, mm. they're they're undefeated. They understand they're playing the Texans. You understand that you're probably not going to be around if the Phillies do win the World Series. So game three is kind of your place to make your bread and butter. So I do wonder if there's just been any distractions. I still think they're going to win this game, and I think they're going to do so quite handily. But maybe it's a bit more in the mud than we usually see from the Eagles' really mechanical offense. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take the under of 45 and a half. Okay. It is a big number, even if uh, the Eagles are the only unbeaten team left and Houston's got one win on the year. But uh, it is a Thursday nighter, and these games have been not the greatest. And short weeks, they don't always work for the good offenses. Defenses tend to play well. Uh, but I, I I think Jalen Hurts coming home to Houston, what he did with A.J. Brown last week, three touchdowns. I, I, I think the Eagles can easily cover that, get two touchdown win. You know what? I'm going to go against my better judgment, and I'm going to be Chalky McChalkerson today. I'm going to lay the points 13 and a half to the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the pass catchers uh, for the Texans are banged up. If Damian Pierce can't get into the end zone, I don't know how Houston's going to score. I was a Davis Mills guy a little bit. I'm like, oh, he's he's actually mm, a serviceable general. Before. No, not this year. Uh, he's been bad. And, they, and the Texans stink. They can't stop the run. They're going to get ran over by the Eagles. I don't know how they're going to stop the Eagles train led by Jalen Hurts. And you know what? My favorite bet is to Eagles first half. Take them. I'll look it up. I think it's either six and a half or seven. Hammer the Eagles in the first half to best second quarter team in the National Football League. I'm going to be Mr. Chalk himself, Mr. Favorite. I'm going to lay the 13 and a half points and I'll take the Philadelphia Eagles on the road. All right, let's move on to the next game. Kind of interesting. The Minnesota Vikings at the Washington Commanders. Uh, Vikes, three and a half point favorites total, 43 and a half, Matty. You know what? Five straight wins for the Vikings. Like, they've been quite good of late, which tells me that the purple people eaters are, are due to let their fans down, doesn't it? Like, yeah. it's it's about time that they Where's, do that. You can hear Lou screaming at his radio right now. <laughs> yeah. He, no, he's agreeing. He's yeah. going, you bet. You're uh, right. No chance they take this game. Uh, the commanders have also captured three straight wins as underdogs. Mm-hmm. They love being in this spot, so I'm going to take the points. Plus, you're getting over three. You're getting plus three and a half, which I do quite like. Uh, I'm going to take the points and the commanders on this one. Yeah, Matty, I'm going to agree with you there. I think Minnesota's been playing real close. They play close games. Yes, they're 6-1. and one. They've got a three-game lead in the division. But Washington Commanders, since they've gone to Tyler he- Taylor Heineke, they've, yeah, they're not winning things pretty, but they play really good defense. Uh, they can run the ball well. And I, scary Terry. Terry McLaurin's one of the most underrated receivers in this league. Uh, him and Heineke can, uh, you know, yeah. I think Washington at home, I like them to cover that 3.5. This, this is a tough one here. Um, I am, you know, I'm going to be Mr. Favorite again. I'm going to lay the Vikings as three and a half point favorites here. Oh, we're going head to head, Jordy. Because <laughs> ring um, the bell. Because uh, it's in the it's in the shadow of not being a primetime game, and mm-hmm. that's where a man Kirk Cousins shines the best. By the way, I don't expect too much from T.J. Hawkinson. 
in this game for the Minnesota Vikings. It's really hard for a tight end to learn the playbook and then learn the blocking schemes in his first game with this new team. So if you're going to bet a prop on Sunday, maybe TJ Hawkinson on the under. But I'm going to lay the three and a half points with the Minnesota Vikings. I think their offense with Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook is just way too explosive for Washington, who really should have lost that game to the Indianapolis Colts and Sam Ellinger last week. I'll take the Vikings minus three and a half points. I like that. Okay. We'll go head to head. I like little, it. You want to match up? You want to make a side bet on that? What's a side bet? Uh, what, a verse? A course? Uh, no. Um, I'll think about it. Okay. Let me, let me, because we'll do a fun Whatever bet. Whatever it is, I'm in. Yeah, a fun bet. Um, you got to. You have to read the Rose Report uh, sponsored lead, read for a week. And you have to, what write, have to write the Rose Report no, for a week. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. You got to show no, up at 3.30. That's, that's way too much. I used to do that. No, I know. I know how much work it is. Uh, it's the Big Bet segment of our program brought to you by Sports Select. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Patty Dumas, the producer in studio. All right, game three. The Chargers minus three at the Atlanta Falcons. Total 49 and a half, Maddie. Listen, I know the total's high. But this is one where I'm taking the over. You've got mm. two top 10 offenses this season. And I know you're like, I don't even know who plays for the Falcons this year. Believe me, they're a top 10 offense in the league up against two of the bottom five defenses across the entire NFL. Plus you're in a dome, which definitely gives the edge to the offense in these situation, especially with both these groups that can attack via the ground or attack you via the air. Set up play action, big plays, tons of offense in this game. I am taking the over of 49 points. Atlanta is 6-2 and two this year against the spread. Chargers going across country. They they just, they're the Chargers, man. They just don't look good when they, they're they supposed to be. Uh, I like the Falcons to take that three points. Could be a high-scoring game. Uh, I like Marcus Mariota. The Falcons can really win this division. The NFC South oh is for their, for their taking here. Uh, so, yeah, Falcons at home, under the dome, Chargers going cross-country. I don't like that. Uh, yeah, Falcons taking the three points here. You don't really believe that the Falcons can win that division, right? Panthers are there. Saints are there. I mean, it's it's just such a mediocre the division. Win that they, division. They, they should are. figure it out. They'll figure it out and win that division. Um, you know what? I'm going to go against you, Matty Rose, here. I'm going to take the under the total oh, because got a couple head to of head a 49 and a half here because... Uh, who's going to catch the football for the Chargers? Uh, guess what? Mm. See if you, stop me if you've heard this before. Keenan Allen can't stay healthy, and his hamstring's an issue. Same with Mike Williams. Uh, jo- <laughs> Mike Williams is hurt. Josh Palmer is the guy you want to go out there and get in fantasy. He's going to have to catch all the balls. I know Austin Eckler is finally waking up here. He's mm-hmm. had a good few weeks coming off a bye. But to the Chargers here, Justin Herbert doesn't look like Justin Herbert from mm-hmm. last season, and that has something to do with his past catchers. Uh, and the over, uh, sorry, the under is uh, seven and two in Atlanta's last nine games following a straight up win, and uh, the under as well is four and one in the last five meetings. I think fifty points is maybe a little too heavy in this matchup. I think that we'll see a lot of running from the Falcons. Tick 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 goes the clock. I'll take under the total of forty nine and a half. All right, halfway through, let's get to the Los Angeles Rams at the aforementioned well, Tampa Bay Seahawks Bucket. Cardinals. I thought. Or no, that's next, maybe. That's whatever. Yeah. Are you, are you, yeah. I just wrote them differently. Okay. It's enough right. out of you. All right. How dare you? All it's right. enough. How dare you? <laughs> uh, we're doing the Rams and the Bucks. Okay. Bucks minus three. The total's 42 and a half, Matty. Listen, if this was the year 2021, um, well, we'd 
it, we probably wouldn't have all been here. We'd still be doing the shows from our homes, maybe. That would have been kind of Yeah, cool, I, I wouldn't, yeah. You wouldn't certainly would have been here. No. no um, Which would probably put a smile on a lot of listeners' faces. Oh, <laughs> womp, womp. Uh, anyways, last year I would have taken the over if these two teams were playing, but this year Tom Brady is dealing with Tom Brady stuff, and Matt Stafford's got that bum elbow. Seems to be some issues with both these clubs, especially offensively, and they can be quite stout defensively. Mm. I'm going to take the under for this one, 42 and a half points. What do you got, Patty? Uh, you know what? It feels like a get-right week for the for the Buccaneers. Matt Stafford's not great. The Rams are they're a mess. Cooper Cup, whether or not he's going to be 100%, we'll see. Uh, I like Tom Brady. Get things things right. You know, he's still they're still moving the ball. Mike Evans is still catching the ball a ton. They can move the ball. It's just something happens when they get into the red zone. It's just they're not getting the points. So I, I, I do like the Bucks to cover the, uh, to get those three points, though. Uh, I, I, I'm with you, Patty. Demo. I got to take the Bucks at home getting the three points. I know they're 0-6 against the number in their last six games overall, but the Rams are 2-5 mm-hmm. in their last seven. 2-7, and seven, excuse me, in their last nine games overall against the number. I can't just lay the Rams as a favorite here. Uh, they have their own issues. Uh, having a hard time protecting Matty Stafford. He doesn't look like the same quarterback. He's mm. clearly dealing with an elbow issue. Oh, and by the way, Cooper Cup is dealing with a swelled knee. Mm-hmm. His knee's all swelled up. That's no Can't good. Can't run very well with that. That's no good for Cooper Cup. I, I'm not a doctor or a medical professional in any way, shape, or form because I'm a Dumbo sports broadcaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know you need your legs to run, and yeah. apparently the knee is an important part of the leg. Well, and the knee and swells hurt. because something else is happening. It just doesn't swell because, yeah. you know, it's it's a Thursday night. It's there's what's. What's going on? Yeah, what's I, beneath? What is the swelling protecting? I will, uh, I will take uh, the Bucks um, in that spot. All right, um, here's your Cardinals Dang. and Seahawks game. <laughs> Arizona minus two and a half point favorites. Total forty nine and a half. Matt, you were chomping at the bit. You want to go first on this? No, one? you go ahead. You go oh, ahead. You're okay. very okay. eager here. Go ahead if you, you want to go, go ahead. Ahead. Maddie, go Maddie, ahead. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Don't mess with. Trish. Listen, I'm fully on the Geno Smith bandwagon here, fellas. You the Cardinals, uh, though they can't stop anything. They couldn't stop a cold. Uh, they got one weapon on the offense. That is DeAndre Hopkins, who I love, doing great work for my fantasy team right now. <laughs> but really, until Marquise Brown gets back, I, I I wonder about the cards. I'll take a couple of points with the Seahawks plus two. Okay. Uh, that number's really high. 49 and a half is pretty high, I think. Uh, I think this could be a closer, you know, 22-20 style game. Uh, so I'm going like, to be under in this one. Divisional matchup. Cardinals have been playing better since DeAndre Hopkins has come into the lineup. Still, the results aren't there victory-wise, and... Man, it's hard to argue with Geno Smith in Seattle. They love watching them right now. But I like the the, the points under the 49 and a half. Uh, Geno Smith, Kenneth Walker has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, I just can't trust the Cardinals no. at all. Uh, that they're going to come out here and have a good game plan and, and follow the game script that Cliff Kingsbury writes up for Kyler Murray. Um, I'm going to take the under in this matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, the under is 5-2 and two in the last seven meetings and 5-2 and two in the last seven meetings in the desert. I think this is going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a defensive battle. And that's one thing that's been sneaky good about the Seahawks this season. Their defense was terribly Mm -hmm. bad. But the last few weeks, they've actually been a lot better. And when you run the football in that ball control offense, keep your defense on the sideline, keep them a little fresh. I think the Seahawks are doing great at that. And if Geno Smith isn't the comeback player of the year, I don't know who the hell is. They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. Get an MVP chance. No, right he's back. not Let's winning go. the MVP. Let's pump the brakes on Geno Smith. They wrote me off. MVP. I ain't right back, though. <laughs> uh, final game. Massive spread in this one. The Tennessee Titans on the road to play the Chiefs fresh off a bye. Andy Reid is a machine off the bye. Uh, the total is 46 and a half, but the Chiefs, Matty, 12 and a half point favorites. 
This is the toughest choice of the week for me, for sure. Um, I was looking at the total quite a bit, hemming and hawing about it. It's a lot of points for Kansas City. I don't like much of what Tennessee does because they've really got one weapon. It's Derrick Henry, and I wonder if the Chiefs can kind of isolate, dare the Titans to try and beat them through the air, which never goes well for Tennessee. Being on prime time, Henry's been playing well, but I still think I'm going to go with the Chiefs here. 12 and a half. It's a lot of points, but I'm going to take uh, the favorite here. Give me the Chiefs minus a million. Ooh, okay. Titans might be one of the hottest teams in football, and nobody's talking about them. Nobody respects Nobody them. respects the Titans. They play really good defense. Mike Vrabel is a hell of a coach. It's the quarterback. They don't trust the quarterback. But Derrick Henry's a hell of a running back. He, he tied O.J. Simpson and Adrian Peterson last week for the most 200-yard games in a career. Both are the worst. O.J. <laughs> They're not great guys. Not great dudes. Oh my God. Yeah, but... Uh, Yikes. Uh, but, uh, but no, uh, Derrick Henry is a, uh, he's a hell of a running back. And if the, he can keep the Chiefs, if they can keep the Chiefs offense away from yeah. the field, keep Patrick Mahomes, you know, off the That's field. The, game plan. the Titans, I like them to cover that 12 and a half. Okay, I like the under uh, the total here. I think we're going to see a lot of El Tractacito, uh, Derrick Henry, King mm. Henry running the football. The under is 4 0 in the Titans' last four games overall, and 5 0, excuse me, 6 0 in their last six games following a straight-up win. And this is the one trend that I'm not a huge trends guy, but mm-hmm. you got to see where things are going. The under is 12-3-1 in Kansas City's last wow. 16 games following a bye. Woo. So I think the defense That's will be a, letter for, a little bit better for Kansas City. It's going to be tick, 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 with Malik Willis probably getting another start at quarterback for the Titans. He's not like he's going to throw the ball down the field. We're going to see a lot of running. I'm going to take under the total. All right, picks are in. You guys gonna actually go and bet them or? Yeah, yeah, I'll bet this. I am sixteen parlay. Uh, I might throw. I'll, I, you know what my play is? Okay. Usually one unit on each one. Yep. And then like a dollar on the parlay. Okay. Just because if they all hit, I don't want to be the chump who. It's, it's like if you're playing blackjack and you get three suited sevens and you're not playing lucky lucky. Right. On the one hand, you're like that. I'm well, a clown now. It, it's like if you're at the bar pool. And you just put your pool picks, but you didn't put the super pool in. Exactly. So you win the $25 for the <laughs> week, but then you missed out on like eight grand in the super pool. Exactly. So yeah. I'll probably do a little okay. a, a little mini sprinkle. I got to say, I'm both impressed with your record so far. Thank you. See if it keeps Both going. Spectacular. I'm uh, also impressed. Uh, what else? Oh, what always impresses me, <laughs> and too. And surprised. Oh, and by the way, uh, uh, our NFL Big Bets are brought to you by Sports Select. Sports Select has more sports leagues and for a limited time, better odds on over-under and point spread. Build your ticket at sportselect.com. All right. Uh, it's that time of the week. Last week, uh, he was a little under the weather. Yeah. Our technical director, Alex Brody. Uh, Brody on the beat. It's a new segment that isn't going anywhere. I look forward to other weird questions we're going to ask Alex. He's all official now. Sponsorships yeah. available. Yeah, please. Uh, if uh, <laughs> Devlin McGregor is listening. <laughs> <laughs> Provasic. <laughs> the makers of Provasic can uh, jump in and sponsor uh, Brody on the Beat. Provasic. Thank you. There it is. Thank you. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're more than welcome to sponsor Brody on the Beat. Uh, it's when our Tecton director, Alex Brody, goes out and puts his finger on the pulse. Fingers, the people of Calgary, fingers out their <laughs> pulse. See what? <laughs> see what? Just throw to the finger. See, no. See what the, the, what the halftime show should be at the Grey Cup because he was a little under the weather. It's back. I can't wait till we do other stuff with the World Cup let's and the hear Flames. All right, go. let's hit it for this week. Let's do it. Enough of the preamble. Hit it. All 
I need is a Brody on the beat. Cutler! Alex here, and we are back for another edition of Brody on the Beat. Today, it's like blizzarding in Calgary, but the show must go on. Oh, Taylor Swift. I just love her. And I mean, Midnight's was okay, but all of her other albums have been hits. I, like I would like to see Great Big C. Ooh. Good Newfoundland boys. Okay. Yeah. No idea. I'm from the States. <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> okay. Because it's just because it's like way bigger than the CFL's ever had. It's f***ing cold. My hand right now is frozen solid. <laughs> I would. Uh, I was thinking more like the same rock, like Blink 182. They're on tour right now, so. Oh. Okay. I don't know. Jerome again. Oh, all right, that's an answer. There we go. Enjoy the game. <laughs> Jerome. Don't know, cause I'm not really into like that. I mean, they great cup at Shania Twain. Dead. Michael Jackson alive. I hate to say I'll go Beyonce. Arkells, but old Arkells. Arkells just came to Calgary and they put on a really good show, so I think we would be good at getting the crowd fired up. Rose would be quiet to agree with you. Cause all I need is Brody on the beat. This guy should be performing at that Great Cup halftime show. My God. I thought that was you. Was that you? Is that someone else? No, that was his name was Kevin. (laughs) Shout out to Kev. Wow, that was pretty good. Chops on him. Wow, Hmm. Uh, there were some good ones in there. I enjoyed that. Good job, uh, Alex. Jerome um, McGinley is a good one. <laughs> yeah, Biggie playing the halftime. Uh huh. Um, um, multiple sure. votes for the Arkells who played last year. But <laughs> I'm sure people in Saskatchewan would be super pumped up to have Jerome McGinley. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. As a halftime act. I think there's a lot of Flames fans oh, yeah. in Flames. Saskatchewan. Um, Alex. Uh, before we go, um, now you're all official, right? You have like the Sportsnet 960 mic flash. Was the that microphone. you who cursed? Also. Yeah. No, I, okay. That was. It good. was cold. Okay. Like, yeah. Was, um, it, yeah. it was a little. Ch- we appreciate that. Now, you, are people warming up to you now that you actually look all official and they want to talk to you more? Yeah, like people see the the mic flash and they're like, "Oh, is this Ooh, gonna yeah. be on the radio?" Like, oh, it's, is it's Brody on the beat? Yeah, not quite there yet. But um, <laughs> so yeah. he's gonna be sponsored by Provasic soon. Yeah. Okay, I love Devlin McGregor. If you're listening, Provasic. Yeah. <laughs> Nighttime, like I can't, I can't, I can't recommend nighttime Provasic. Yeah, like you're a little sore, a little achy before you go to bed. Yeah, pop a couple nighttime Provasics. You'll be fine. You'll be, you'll be, you'll be fine. Provasic. All right, Uh, one mercifully one hour ago on the show. So dumb. Uh, Feels like Friday. Do we have to come in tomorrow? Yeah, we do. Willie Donick, Nashville Predators play-by-play for Bally Sports South and ESPN Radio Nashville, join us. Talk some Preds, tee up the Preds and Flames tonight down at the Dome. Adam Stanley, golf insider for Sportsnet, going to join us too. And Ross Tucker, jammed 8 a.m. hour. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan.